Welcome to the Rob and Kale podcast. Rob Sanders. Um, fuck you. Fuck you. Kale Carolina Jackpot Hall. And fuck you. Who's next? The Rob and Kale podcast. Let's go. Hi, welcome into the Rob and Kale podcast. My name is Rob Sanders. I'm here in Columbia. In the upstate is my friend and co-host. He is the number one Gamecock YouTuber on the planet. It's undisputed. There are guys that are trying, but they flat out cannot cut the mustard. Welcome into the program, Mr. Carolina Jackpot. Yo, what's trying, up, brother? They flat out cannot what? Yeah. So, what's up, everybody? Carolina Jackpot, check it out. All right, so we got a lot of stuff to go over this evening. Uh, we're going to look at our our bracket challenge, which is uh, pretty much the shit for just about everybody. I mean, oh, my God. We'll get into that. Uh, we'll talk about the big thing we're going to talk about tonight is players that you just say, you know what, to hell with that player. And I've got a couple of mine that I'm going to throw out there, and I think Jackpot's got a couple as well. So we'll get into that this evening. But first, let's thank our sponsors. We'll start with Callaway's Bar and Grill. Callaway'sBarandGrill.com. Jackpot's having a little trouble hearing me. I'm going to remove him and then add him back. Let's see if that fixes the problem here. There we go. Did that help, Jackpot? Yeah. Maybe, maybe not. Uh, anyway, the connection issue is a little, little slack over there on Jackpot's end, so we're going to try to uh, see if that, that season's up here in a moment, but. Um, let's thank our sponsors first, Callaway's Bar and Grill, callawaysbarandgrill.com. They have uh, retro video games and great food and great people. Go by and check them out. Highway 1, diagonal from the Walmart in West Columbia. Uh, they sponsor our bracket challenge, which as of right now, <laughs> I hate to use this term, but uh, wouldn't you know who won the pony? <laughs> what I mean by that is that the man that is uh, kind of in first place here. I mean, it says uh, Dre's in first place, but the guy that can pretty much win it all Damn if Duke wins is uh, Mike Views, our good buddy at Callaway's. He's got a grand total of what? I can uh, hear him. This is ridiculous. Yeah. Hey, Jackpot, just sign out and come back in, all right? All right. All right. Yeah, he's having a hard time hearing me there, but that's fine. But I'll finish up this. But our bracket challenge, it looks like Mike Muse may win the whole damn thing. He's got 680 total points. Uh, Charlie has 630 points, and he has Duke as well. But a Duke win will get our good buddy uh, Mike Muse will win the pot, which is actually kind of funny. Uh, I am in 25th place. Jackpot's in 22nd place. Neither one of us have a shot in hell of winning this thing. <laughs> there is someone that has Villanova. If Villanova wins the whole thing, then uh, there's a possibility that they can uh, they can get into the mix too. So how's that? Is that better, Jackpot? That is great. Okay, good. Anyway, I was saying you and I did not have a very good bracket challenge, but it looks How like am I in 22nd place when I did so well the first two rounds i think kentucky fucked you well wouldn't you know it <laughs> you know who won the pony anyway i was saying yeah. mike muse may win the whole damn thing if duke wins mike mike uh mike may win that's actually kind of interesting if villanova wins there's a chance that uh, this one other person has a shot but i think it's pretty much down to 
Mike Muse and uh, Charlie and one other mix, uh, one other person here. Now, if North Carolina wins, then uh, Dre may still have a shot because he'll have the most. He'll have the most points there. He leads it with 77, 770 points. But good old Magic Shoes Muse there has the <laughs> most opportunity there. With uh, he can get more if Duke wins the title. So. <clears throat> Yeah, I, I don't know. I mean, Jackpot, what do you think happened to your bracket? Was it more of Kentucky or was it somebody else? Kentucky fell apart. Gonzaga fell apart. Um, I had Virginia Tech going to the Sweet 16, and they uh, shit to bed in the first round. Yeah. Lots of stuff. All right, anyway. I had Murray State always- upsetting some people. <clears throat> um, yeah. I couldn't get past the Peters. <laughs> Couldn't get past the Peters. All right. Anyway, we also have uh, Dennis Wilson from DNC Trucking and Transport. The uh, Fireside Chats with Uncle Jackpot. Jackpot, tell us a story. All right. Let's see what we got. Sucks to be a Gamecock. Frank Martin is going to do better at UMass than he did here. Better fans, better program. Spring practice is underway, and our hopes are already in the shitter. It sucks to be a Gamecock. Go Tigers. The message courtesy of Dennis Wilson, DNC Trucking and Transport. Lots of good stuff there. We appreciate Dennis for sponsoring the program. All right, so here's what we're going to do. We were going to talk about, we can get into the NCAA tournament stuff, but I thought this would be a little more fun this evening. And I took this from my hatred for Duke. Uh, I don't like Coach K. I don't like anyone that ever played at Duke. Fuck them forever. But I thought it'd be kind of fun to talk about players that you hope that they just lose. When you watch them play, you're like, man, can they just lose? I am tired of watching these motherfuckers. <laughs> Jack Potter, did you have one that's perfect for you? Bryce Harper. Oh, yeah. With the now the Phillies. Yeah, that's a pretty good one. Fuck what, that what guy you, with a horse hoof. Why does he piss you off so much? Just a fucking douche. I, I don't know. It's just, I never have lights on, like his attitude. And I, I heard the story uh, of when he was in single A ball that um, I, I don't know he hit a a grand slam or a home run or something um, when he played for um, I don't know some team in the South what well, used to be the South Atlantic League and um, they were playing at Greensboro hits a home run and like he like took his hands and went. Like yeah. this, and ran by by the dugout, you know, by third base. They uh, they all come charging out at him to kick his ass. Just ever, I just don't like the guy. All right, so I've got a couple that are that are gamecocks that I just don't like. Uh, Bruce Ellington made a living of fucking over Clemson. Not only did he beat them on the football field, but then two weeks later on the basketball court, he came out there and beat the shit out of them on the basketball court too. Uh, so Bruce Ellington's up there for me. And then yeah. I also have to go with this guy. And uh, this play is uh, is one that I'll remember here. I'm going to go ahead and play you this little clip that I found. Connor Shaw just did shit like this to Clemson all the time. Thank you. 
Tire goddamn defense. Tire fucking Clemson defense. So when is that from 2011? 2011. Yeah, let's just let every fucking Clemson defender on the planet touch you as you walk into the goddamn end zone. <clears throat> Fuck, man. God damn it. Connor Shaw can still eat a bag of dicks to this day. <clears throat> I mean, seriously, I, I can't stand him. <laughs> I respect him, though, but God damn, he used to kill my team. Holy shit, that's bad. Yeah, that was, uh, that was, um, those days are long gone. <laughs> yeah, but Jackpot, remember, though, when you had those days, man, I mean, he, he was really, he wasn't really, you know, sought after coming out of high school, but he just killed people. I mean, he, and that's just the way, and he killed Clemson, too. And I remember several third and eights in two straight seasons that he just, Oh, it's third and eight. I'll just run for nine yards and we'll just extend this drive and you can go fuck yourself, Clemson fans. Fuck yourself right on out of the goddamn building. Yeah, that was too tight. Well, yeah. if you'll remember, he only fucked Clemson twice. You remember that that 2012 game? Uh, that was Dylan Thompson that uh That's right. That yeah, very good ass that night. So it wasn't. It wasn't uh, we we had like a we had like a, a a good set of time there where fucking everybody was kicking our ass. So, but those are those are my my two for South Carolina. I don't like Duke players at all. Christian Leitner. I know everybody has. It's like a vanilla answer, but I can't stand that some bitch. And uh, and I have one other, and this is on a wrestling front, and um, and I don't know why, and and. It was the guy that, oh man, it's, it was the guy from, um, uh, Kennedy, Kennedy, when he would come out in the microphone, <laughs> hang down from the thing. You didn't like I him. fucking, I fucking hated that guy. I was hoping Mr. every time I'm like, Kennedy. Yeah, Kennedy. fuck Kennedy. that guy. All right. Uh, <laughs> are open. If there's a, if there's someone that you would like to, uh, let your, let your hatred flow. Uh, Mayhem Matthew says, what about Steve Tannehill? You know, I, I got to know Steve Tannehill when he did some radio with us. Steve Tannehill's a nice guy. I don't really hate Connor Shaw. It's just like, God damn it. You just want him to lose. You know, Jerry, yeah. Jerry, Jerry the King Lawler signed um, before he passed away. He was a, he could be a real little son of a bitch when he wanted to be. Yeah. <laughs> What was his name? Um, uh, Brian Christopher. Yes. He was a little shithead yeah. when he was playing the heel. Now, they, um, everybody liked him when he was doing the Grandmaster Sexy gimmick with the Rikishi and uh, the Scotty Too Hottie. But Yeah. All right, let's take a call. Welcome into the program. Good evening. Yeah, it's Matthew here. Hey, hey, Matthew, how you doing? I thought you were going to win the bracket challenge. Here, let me help you. You mathematically cannot win, sir. Sorry. Yeah, I, I know that. Um, the final eight really killed me. Uh, I had um, I had Arizona winning. That really killed me. Um, yep, and I had UCLA winning, too, and that really killed me. Uh, yeah, but... I was calling, uh, you were talking about them wrestlers that perturb yeah. you. Um, let me, what, what, how, what's your feeling about Brock Lesnar? I, Brock Lesnar doesn't bother me because Brock Lesnar is a bad mofo, man. 
So it's kind of hard to like, I mean, he, you you get the vibe that he really could hurt somebody if he wanted to. So Lesnar doesn't bother me. Kennedy bothered me because the whole microphone coming down and just fuck that guy. I got tired of his shit. Well, yeah, as far weird. as like wrestlers on the microphone, uh, how do you feel about the news? <laughs> The, the Miz kind of annoys me, but nowhere near that level. Like, I love, uh, I mean, and Jackpot, I think, shares this love with me, too. We I think we both enjoy Jim Cornette. You go back and watch Jim Cornette promos, and they are, they're still outstanding. So, uh, I mean, I, I, I like it when guys are, they could be dickheads on the mic, but I just think the microphone dropping down. It come down. Kennedy. Kennedy. Yeah. Go fuck yeah, yourself, I, Kennedy. I, I don't know how much wrestling you actually watch, but I'm a big time wrestling fan. Um, sure. But uh, MJF, how do you feel about his microphone skills? I think he's probably the best newcomer in the in the business right now, as far he's as wrestling only, goes. Promos. He's only 22, but I mean, he's he's definitely he can he can piss some people off. I'll give him that. <laughs> I like the there's there was some video out there where he was at like a meet and greet, and uh, some kid walked up to him. And he just gave the kid the finger. Kid's like a <laughs> six-year-old kid. And the kid looked at him. He's like, oh, and he goes, oh. I'm like, yeah, that's great. Slip him off in front of his dad right there. That's pretty good. I like that. Because in the last, I would say, 10 years, uh, MJF and CM Punk promo in AEW, that was the best promo that they ever cut together. All right. Well, tell they, us the they, athletes you don't like. Can you do that? Tell us the athletes you don't like. Athlete. Yeah. Um. Definitely LeBron James. I definitely don't like LeBron James. I think he's too political. I think he's a crybaby. Uh, I really don't like LeBron James, for sure. I figured um, LeBron James would come up tonight, and I think that there's just a good section of people that, uh, you know, they don't like his politics and things like that. And I, I can understand that, but I, I he flops too much for me. You're the biggest guy on the court, and you're flopping around like. Somebody shot him. That's what bothers me about LeBron James. This is on-court stuff. It's, that's more than enough for me. And the thing is, people say Jordan or, or LeBron. Jordan is way better. I mean, hands down. It's not even – I don't even know why people even bring that up. All right, man. Well, LeBron James, get your vote. Hey, man, thanks for calling, the buddy. We appreciate it. Yeah. Yes, sir. All right. There you go. 803 470 2905. 803 470 2905. What about Johnny Football? Donnie Manziel? Yeah, fuck that guy. Yeah, what, what was the whole thing where he's like counting the money or whatever, like doing that shit? Get out of here, you midget. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> fucking uh, Baker Mayfield. Yeah. That's a good one. All right, let's see here. What the hell? Come on, phone. He's like, uh. All right, we get it. Welcome into the program. Good evening. Hello. Well, well, well. Hi. Uh, Jackpot, I won't hold you responsible for all the stupid shit your co-partner said during the week on his radio show. No, no one would do that, you know, with, with a straight face. I, I um, You're not responsible for that. Um, oh, hold on, hold on. Are you sick? Are you sound? You sound like you got like cold or something. You all right? I do have a cold. Sorry. I'm, right. I'm well, hold on. Hold on. Here. Let me help you. Let me help you with your theme music.
You're right. So now you have a cold. That that's more like it. <clears throat> I, let me clear my throat. Sorry, um, sir. I've listened to your. I don't know. The last fifteen minutes of your intro here to your radio show, absolutely pathetic on your part. Well, uh, which part? Because I do by, I do five shows a day. I mean, five shows a week. Which one? Which one pissed you off the most, sir? Uh, all this basketball talk and LeBron and the, the last caller, guys. We're we're here for football. We all know that, brother. I, I brought up I nah. brought up football. I, I I was talking about how much I despise Connor Shaw. You Georgia fans may not like Connor Shaw either. He broke a dick off in you guys once or twice, didn't he? He broke a dick off. That's a uh, well crafted, sir. It wasn't Connor Shaw. <laughs> Who was the guy before him that had the biggest face mask in college football history? Was it Garcia? Stephen Garcia? No. It wasn't Garcia. It might have been Connor Shaw. He had like I, a little mini mullet. He, mini mullet. I don't know about all that. Garcia. No, I I, <clears throat> I I remember Garcia going and, and beating some Georgia ass, if I remember correctly. Well, he also beat Alabama, but you won't mention that, do you? I, I've always mentioned that. I think Connor Shaw is the best quarterback to play at South Carolina. No, Garcia. So, yeah, Garcia is the one who beat Alabama. Yeah, Garcia beat Alabama. Is he not talking about Blake Mitchell, is he? Because he's the one who beat that ass in yes. 2007. Yeah. Blake. Yes, Blake Mitchell had the biggest face mask in in college football history. Where did he get that face mask? I don't understand. Face masks are us? Absolutely. He's yeah, uh, huge. I think they got it from the same factory where they made Josh Dobbs' helmet from Tennessee. <laughs> same thing. <laughs> <laughs> Touche. You're probably right there. That's that's a good call, sir. <laughs> but <laughs> but no, I do remember Garcia beating uh, Bama in 2010, which I actually won a lot of money. I don't bet very often on on uh, college football games, but I did win, win a bunch of money on that one. So you bet against <laughs> the Bulldogs and won? No, Bama. Oh, okay, the Bama game. All right, I got you. I was about to say, oh, man, let me yeah. let me isolate this tape. I bet against my Bulldogs. Oh, that would be great. <laughs> I'd have that shit up forever. <laughs> Add that to the sound wall. <laughs> Holy shit! But no, um, is there is there another player that you despise though, or maybe a coach? I mean, Georgia. You could think that uh, you may not not like Spurrier. Uh, I don't know. I mean, is there really one other player that you're like, man, fuck this guy? Want him to lose? Yeah, no, Spur. Yeah, Spurrier takes with the. Um, he's definitely top of the hype. I, I want to ask um, Crackpipe though. As you look to this year's schedule, is there one game in particular you got? You see it as, as a must win for uh, Carolina. Um. Yeah, the game at Kentucky. South Carolina's got to start beating Kentucky again. The game, the game at, at home against Missouri as well. There's no way that they can't lose to those damn uh, corn peddlers again this year. I mean, that's just that was inexcusable last year. It made me want to go shoot myself. Yeah. God damn. If, if and if I were in your shoes, those are those are the two games I would pick as well. I, I you've got to win those two. 
Can um, I float, Aldo, can I float Texas A&M because they've never beaten them, and it's time to get that damn monkey off your it back. It is, but, I mean, you know, I mean, honestly, I mean, I think they're on the way up. Uh, I made a video on the same subject today, and, I mean, th- I mean, this is not the time to be trying to beat Texas A&M. Uh, you know, they're recruiting really well, and I think those people down there are getting tired of Jimbo and his shtick. I mean, you know, it's either put up or shut up time. We beat Alabama but then we can't do the necessary things to get to Atlanta and they want to get to Atlanta and it's just not happened. And, um, you know, they're putting an awful lot of money into that program down there. So, uh, yeah, I, I don't, I don't see it happening. I think they're, I think they're on the way up. It's probably, probably one of my, uh, could be one of my playoff teams, man, to be honest with you. Yeah, I, I don't. I don't disagree. And I, I would, if I were in your shoes, those are the two I'd, I'd probably call out as well. So, I don't. I don't disagree at all. And I understand your uh, frustration there. So, but I do think when you step back from it all and you just take a look at um, from a non-biased, you know, point of view, I, I think Carolina could go, could win. <clears throat> I think their their ceiling is eight or nine wins this year. I really do. What do you think? Yeah, I mean, I you know, I could definitely see them winning nine games. I see there's there's probably three games uh, on that schedule that they that they really don't stand a chance of winning, and, and that unfortunately that's probably that Georgia home game, probably the um, jiggy 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 jiggy, probably the road game at Arkansas too. That really tough, and uh, those two games, and then. Um, you know, possibly the 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 uh, the A and M game. You know, those are the three that there's just no shot in. All, the other nine are, yeah, they're all fair game, and uh, really, really looking forward to that. What do you What do you think about the Florida game? I I I, I honestly don't know. I mean, I, I have no clue what they're going to look like. I think they'll be better coached this year. Uh, than they have been in the past few years. I don't necessarily know that they're going to have as much talent as they've had in the last few years, though. So, you know, at the skill positions, I think it could be kind of another re- – I think it could be kind of a rebuilding year for them. Last year wasn't really a rebuilding year. It was just a, a, a year of stepping on your dick. Yeah. Um, probably, probably the best um, – the most well-described season I've ever heard. As, as well, you, which, which I mean, one. and this year they could end up being a, a much better team, but with a no better record than they, uh, than they had in 2021. Yeah. I, I would say the in the entirety of the SEC, <clears throat> excuse me, they're probably the biggest mystery of the SEC because of, what they're bringing in and the head coach, I don't think anyone knows what to make of them this year. No, they don't. I, no, definitely not. I mean, and what's he going to do at quarterback? That's, I mean, you know, you had, they had uh, Emory Jones and he's going to transfer and then he was staying and then he transfers out. So they're left with this, this Richardson kid that's supposed to be some great athlete, but I mean, he looked like crap last year. When uh, when he played uh, a good bit, I mean, it, it looked very good. And then um, 
you know, I think they got a transfer they're bringing in, but you know, we'll see about them. I'm not, uh, I'm not sold on them right now. Yeah, I'm with you, and I won't take up any more of your time here. I will say, Rob, uh, 43 and 18, sir. Have a good evening. Appreciate it, man. There you go. Uh, as we roll along, 803-470-2905. Carolina Titan says South Carolina could win 10 games. UGA and the Taters could be capable, could be winnable because they have shit QBs. AM seems like the only guaranteed loss. Uh Glenn says no chance in hell that South Carolina is beating Clemson this year. And I the Gamecock fans, I think they're gonna have a shot to go into Clemson and win it. Bless your heart. That's all I'm going to say. Bless your heart. Well, I mean, you know, I mean, if you, you know, hopefully the ukulele plays a little better than he did last year. Because if he doesn't, I mean, bless he your to, heart. He didn't, throw, he didn't have to throw for 100 yards, and y'all didn't score a fucking point. So, well, I mean, that's our fault, not his. Okay. Well, y'all lead the league in stepping on dicks, on your own dicks. So there's that. <laughs> 803-470-2905. Uh, Gamecock basketball team, it seems like every second there's somebody transferring out and people are all crazy about that. I'm like, he, that's going to happen. Don't you agree, Jackpot? Oh, yeah. Yeah, definitely. May and Matthews to Jackpot. Carolina isn't being Kentucky. Your thoughts? Uh, you know, based on what? I mean, uh, they got the same old vanilla ice cream ass team that they've had. I mean, it's the same names every year. DeAndre Square, Chris Rodriguez, Will Big Para of Levi's, uh, Cavassier Smoke. I mean, these guys aren't any good. South Carolina played like dog shit last year and almost beat them at home with a better team. Now they don't have a wide receiver for them to throw the ball to. Good luck. I mean, we're going to go up there and kick them right in the face. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not buying Kentucky to be as great as everybody says they're going to be. Kentucky has taken advantage of opportunity. They've taken advantage of opportunity of the rest of the SEC East teams playing like shit for the past couple of years. South Carolina's look like shit. Mizzou look like shit. Florida look like shit. Tennessee, well, yeah, look like shit. Um, and Vandy uh, always looks like shit. And, and what happens? And they won those games. Congratulations. They played Georgia. I mean, they look like a middle school team playing against the varsity. I agree with you that uh, they've – They're a damn farce. The, yeah. That's, and that's then, the best And then, and then in, in the bowl game, in the in the damn bowl game, they, they played a bunch of damn hayseeds who didn't give a good goddamn and <laughs> won. Congratulations. Didn't they lose to fucking Louisville? Mm, I don't think they lost to Louisville. I, I'd have to look. I have to look at what I think Kentucky they did. No, maybe they didn't. I don't know. Thought something happened let's there. See here. They had a good season, but let's see here. Look at their from last season here. So the the biggest. Uh, I hate when this thing does this. But their their biggest thing that they were all uh, all happy about was the fact that they they beat LSU. I think it was, yeah. So they beat LSU, but LSU turned out to be a shithole. They went over Louisiana Monroe. They went over Mizzou. Went over UT Chattanooga. Beat the, the Gamecocks sixteen to ten. 
beat Florida by seven at, at uh, shit field. Then they beat LSU at home. They go on the road. They get stomped by Georgia. Then they lost by two touchdowns to Mississippi State and then lost by a field goal at Tennessee. And then the rest of their games, they won at Vanderbilt, won at New Mexico, won over Louisville, and won in the Citrus Bowl over fucking Iowa. Iowa. Holy shit. Welcome to the program. Good evening. Hey, Rob. I finally see you got your – this is Justin. This is Justin for the comment session. Um, yeah. Yeah. I finally see you got a Clemson hat on. Well, I, I I have several hats that I wear, sir, but I thought I would sport my Clemson hat this evening. All right. You think they will make the playoffs this year? I I think that uh, I think Clemson's going to win the ACC, but I don't know. I'm not putting my eggs in the ukulele's basket because uh, I think uh, until he can actually go out there and throw the ball a little bit, it's kind of hard to do that. Right. I think they'll make it to the playoffs. But they probably fell short probably the first round, I think. Well, they they don't have the team, I think, this year to match up with uh some of the uh some of the top tier blue buds. Like if, if they had a neutral site game right now with Alabama or Georgia, I think that would be a loss. I think they'd beat the fuck out of Texas A and M, but after that, I'm not really feeling very confident. Right. That's why I was spiking myself, man. And um, uh, hey, soccer on jackpot. How you like this week when Alabama beat beat um soccer line today and softball? Uh oh, they <clears throat> they played. Oh yeah, that sucks. I know, right? I thought y'all had us one game on Friday, but we swept y'all today. Well, man, we don't do good on Sundays in softball. Have a good day, sir. We'll All see you later. All right, bud. Have a good day. You too, man. Right, Bye-bye. What the hell was... <laughs> I don't know shit about fuck. <laughs> what the fuck that was going on there? I don't know. 803-470-2905. He expects you to know... He expects you to know every good goddamn thing about the South Carolina softball well, team. Well, apparently they swept us today. I guess we played a doubleheader today. Because he said we beat yeah. we beat them Friday, but they swept us today. Lost mm. the doubleheader. I got Clemson on Friday. Yeah, yay! Yeah, <laughs> you know, I mean that baseball team, that that program, they they are coming apart at the damn seams. Um, so the Clemson yeah. baseball team is the shitter. Clemson went to Pittsburgh and lost. How the Twice. fuck does that happen? Bad. Yeah, Pittsburgh has Pittsburgh has been where the shit since Barry Bonds was playing for him. Goddamn Andy Van Slyke and, and Mike Lavalier and those guys. Clemson went up there and fucking got their dicks kicked in twice by them. So much so they didn't want to play in the rain on Saturday. And they just said, fuck it, we're coming home. Well, I was listening to some of that on the way home. Uh, so it was probably about 5 o'clock on Friday. And I was in uh, Camden, South Kakalaki, at the Burger King, going through the drive-thru to get some road nugs. And... um he uh, I was I turned on to the their the Roar app because I thought old Walt would be on there running his mouth, but that baseball game was on there, and I was like, oh, okay, let me listen to this. And I uh, so something about there's a shot to center field, and it's nine nothing, and I'm like, oh fuck, great, they're beating somebody nine nothing. Then I realized that the names that they were saying uh, on the uh, offensive side of the ball, 
uh, were not Clemson names. And so, you know, I was yeah, and kind of excited about that. And that, those two, um, uh, Don Munson and whoever that guy is that does the baseball games with him, are sitting here uh, whining about how fucking cold it was. I'm like, what? And I look at them, the temperature thing, and it's like, I look at my phone and say, how cold is it? I'm freezing. It's like 46 degrees in Pittsburgh. I ain't fucking cold. I mean, it's chilly. I mean, God dang. I mean, quit acting like a bunch of pussies. I mean. Hey, we got to say something good about the Gamecock baseball team. Though. They took two or three from Vanderbilt. That's pretty good. I know. I mean, it, I mean that's uh, very impressive. Uh, Vanderbilt, another baseball school. And uh, comes down to Columbia. I mean, and look at, I mean, Thursday night, I mean, would we lose 10 nothing or something? And you would think, I'm like, man, I'm done with this shit. And uh, the next two days, though, I mean, they take two out of three from them. Unbelievable. Mayhem Matthew says he'll put $1 million. Carolina doesn't win nine games. That clown will never see a million dollars. And Carolina Titan calls him out. Says Matthew, you ain't got a hundred dollars in your pocket, so stop it. <laughs> Shit, <laughs> Mister Boogie says. But then they'll turn around and lose a midweek game. You're right. I, I don't understand how they could be good enough, South Carolina, to go out and sweep that or get. They got two wins against. They won two series against top teams, Texas and to, Vanderbilt. Texas and Vanderbilt. Two teams that might be in the College World Series lost. They couldn't muster one fucking win against Clemson. Lost to fucking yeah. Xavier. Exactly. I bet if we played St. Peter's in baseball, we'd lose. St. Peter's probably doesn't have a team, but that might be all right. It doesn't uh, matter. They could probably scrape up enough church softballers and uh, kids from the high school junior varsity team to beat our ass. I don't know. It's the From an outsider's perspective, it's like you watch that team and you think sometimes it's like, holy shit, they're really good. And then other times you watch them and you're like, as Jackpot said, a church softball team might beat that ass. It's it's pretty pretty depressing when you really stop and look at it. All right, final call for calls, 803-470-2905, as we've talked tonight about uh, players that you don't like. And uh, got one man on the record saying South Carolina's not winning nine games. I always saw Steve Nash as kind of a douche. What? Yeah, okay, why is that? I don't know. I'm a national play for the Suns, and I just wanted to piss you off. I'm just kidding. I, don't know. I didn't think <laughs> no. I didn't think he was a douche. <laughs> no, I he well he the way he played sometimes. Robert Ory can can eat a bag though. I never really particularly cared for a Rod. Yeah, I guess that's good too. That's that's another one that's out there. I I didn't like. Um, who was the other one that I didn't like? I got, I got, I had about a two year. I didn't like there. Barry Bonds either. I didn't like, you know, I didn't like, he had a shitty attitude. I thought he's better than everybody else, which I mean, he was, but. You know. Right. Well, I had a. Wouldn't give interviews and shit like that. I didn't like Tom Glavin for a bit when he went to the Mets. Cause fuck that. You went to the Mets. <laughs> yeah. uh, says, I know people want Kingston fired, but I want Tanner fired. Uh, first, that way we can fire Kingston, have a better chance of landing a better baseball head coach than if Tanner hired one. Oh, hmm. 
Okay. That's interesting. You think you think Ray Tanner needs to be shown the door there, Jackpot? I, I mean, I, I, I would ra- I would rather just see these coaches succeed, to be honest with you, so we wouldn't have to fucking worry about it so much. I mean, that's um you know. Yeah. We could just have a little bit of success. Yeah. Nobody would care if it was Ray Tanner or 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 what? Um, so, yeah. Mister Boogie says Tanner is a puppet for the board of trustees, so he isn't going anywhere. Fair. Look, I also think there's a section of people that are that's part of that fan base that's excited about the fact that the non-traditional sports are doing so well. With you know the soccer teams are playing well, and uh, the women's basketball team and stuff like that. There are people that really think that that's awesome. And I don't know. I think it's going to come down to economics eventually. If uh, if the football team doesn't draw the money that they should and the basketball team doesn't draw the money that they should, I think it's going to come back and bite them in the butt. But we'll see. Well, I mean, like I say, it's all – I mean, I love the, the women's basketball thing and, and that. It's all well and good and, and wonderful and great and everything. Uh, but wouldn't you trade all of that and have a – let's say a fucking 10-win women's basketball team – if you were competing for the SEC East every year, yes. I mean, do you want that? I mean, you do you really want that to be your flagship? I mean, come on. Exactly. Yeah. No, you don't. And see, I, I get frustrated with the people that are like, I just think the way, and it's nothing against the women's hoops. It's just that if you can have, it's better for the university. If you have a South Carolina football team that's winning 10 game, 10 damn games every year, that's just better for the university. It really is. So I, I, I get, People get upset when I say that, but that's just that's just facts. Sorry. You end up you end up with better uh you end up with a better bottom line. Brandon says he wants to do the best in all sports. Well, good for you, sir. All right, Jackpot, what else you got for the program? Anything else? Uh no, no, I, I, I can't think of anything at this point. Um I just man, I just can't wait for uh for spring practice to get really cranked up and going and you now the spring game to come and really start to feel like football season. College yeah, football has the longest off season. That's what it feels like it lasts 10 years. Well, look, let me make it a little bit easier for you here. Jackpot. The we'll have a uh, one more show in March. Then we're in April. And I tell you what, once April flies through here, We'll be in May, and then that's when uh, preseason magazines come out. We'll have plenty of stuff we can look at there. And then once June gets here, then we're talking about SEC media days, ACC kickoff, and then boom, you're right there in the heart of it. So it's just a little bit of a dry time here, but we'll uh, we'll make it through here on the show. I'm sure we will. We'll be good to go. Yeah. Um, Vol State says, I believe I hate Kentucky more than all of them. Because their fans are insane. Okay. Well, we, didn't have any, we didn't have any Kentucky fans this evening, so. Normally, they're, well, they're, they're all pissed off at uh, at their coach for not even taking calls during his, his uh, final call-in show. His ass is in Bermuda somewhere counting that $8 million that he fucking ramrodded them for. <laughs> Did they fire him? No, he's just, fuck you, I'm on vacation. He He... He didn't take any calls in his final, his final call-in show of the season. Didn't take any calls. 
uh, hasn't had a media availability since the, they lost to St. Peter's and he's probably on vacation somewhere fucking diddling his dick with the 8 million. They paid him to get their ass kicked by St. Peter's in the first round. Well, I can't think of anything that I'd rather diddle my dick with more than $8 million. I don't blame you for that. All right, guys, we'll be back at it on Wednesday. Appreciate y'all. We'll see you later on. All right.